Hello and welcome back to Commodore Conversations. On the show today is current FSU PC student Isabella Barber. Miss Barber is majoring in psychology, minoring in social welfare, and will be graduating with her bachelor's this May. She also works as a professional tutor here at Gulf Coast in the Writing and Reading Lab. Isabella, thanks so much for coming on the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Of course. Um, So where I would like to begin is uh, having you describe for our listeners what your current role is as both a working professional and a college student. Absolutely. So right now I'm working, like you've mentioned, as a part-time professional tutor at the Writing and Read Lab on Gulf Coast campus. And I have been working there for the past four years. I started off as a student tutor, um, but after I completed my 1101 and 1102 classes, of course, uh, and I've continued on through like student tutoring until I finished my AA degree. And then that transferred into part-time professional tutor since I had finished and moved on to FSU to continue out my bachelor's. Um, as you mentioned, I'm a psychology major with a minor in social welfare, uh, which is essentially social work if you're not familiar with the term social welfare. Uh, I've always been interested in the helping professions, and I'm really grateful to have a degree that is personally rewarding to me. Um, so I'm very excited about um, graduating in May. Yeah, no, and we're, we are very excited for you. Yes. And, you know, I, I know we're going to get into this in some of the later questions, but it's just so, it's so um, motivating, I guess, to see somebody who's studying the the concepts and ideas that they're really passionate about um so we just love we just love seeing that in the lab Uh, so let me rewind the tape though a little bit and ask you about your time here at gulf coast um just because the majority of our listeners are either current students faculty staff are somehow affiliated with the with the college and so i'd like for you to maybe take a walk down memory lane and uh, Speak a little bit on what was enjoyable, memorable, interesting, eye-opening, all of those things, um, which is a big, wide question, <laughs> but yeah, anything, yeah, anything sticking out to you? Ooh, so many good things. Um, like, honestly, it's hard to narrow it down to just a handful. Um, one of the main things I'd like to mention is just how many wonderful professors and classmates that we have here on campus. I've had excellent experiences with nearly all the professors and all the classmates that I've had, so it's just been great to have the social support from them as well as the academic support from my professors and anyone who's urging me on to continue out my education. Um, One of the first things I wanted to mention was um, during my first... Um, first year, so freshman year, I had joined the Spanish club. uh, And one of the evenings uh, and one of the events that we had um, during that semester was the Latin American night, which uh, they haven't had it, uh, to my knowledge, since the hurricane, since that kind of changed things around a little bit. But uh, it was fantastic. It was a night full of dancing and great food and lots of games and music and just a lot of experience for different Latin cultures. Um, They had so many different types over there. And that was a really, really fun night um, that we had with the Spanish club on campus. Um, Then there was also, um, I'm part of the honors program here on campus with um, Amber Clark. And she is able to uh, put on a honors trip. So in 2019, I had gone to the Saints and Sinners uh, Literacy Festival uh, in New Orleans. And that was super fun as well, because it highlighted um, many authors and members in the literary community of the LGBTQ community, uh, community, and just celebrated literary arts. And it was very interesting to hear like panel discussions, and listen to all the different creators. Um, and also spend time with like the members of my honors cohort. That was really fantastic. 
A couple things also I'd like to mention is like I did uh, lots of drawing classes and that was probably like one of my favorite things here. Honestly, it's kind of helped me figure out what I'm going to do in the future just a little bit. So I'm really happy that I've taken those uh, art classes as electives uh, because it's really solidified some of my choices that I'm making now. So in that class, I had met so many wonderful creative people who had also pushed me to continue my personal art, but also like personal art in a professional sense as well. So like doing community-based events. So um, I had done public eyesore uh, in that class and that's something that I've continued on even that I'm not no longer in those courses. Um, so at this coming year, so this October will be my fourth year doing public eyesore, which for those who are unfamiliar, it's a um, art projection show. Um, this past year was actually on Gulf Coast campus, which that was really, really cool. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really fun. I had gone to it with a friend and uh, I had submitted work in that as well. So you're able to like see uh, whatever artwork that you take photos of, or um, if it's photography, uh, some two people do videos or animations or like the, um, like just physical drawings that they take pictures mm -hmm. of, lots of different types of art mediums. Uh, and it was so fun. So look into uh, Public Eyesore if you're if you're local or even if you're not, because they take applications from all different, uh, like everywhere. Um, so it's a fantastic thing if you're looking into getting your art out in the community. Oh, so cool. All of those events. I wish I could like have a follow-up for, for, <laughs> yeah. for each three, uh, for all of those um, events that you mentioned. And I mean, yeah, that, that, uh, the trip to New Orleans, and that's so cool to be going with a group. Yes. Um, I mean, traveling in general is, is so uh, interesting, but then you add the dynamic of a cohort and then also mm -hmm. you're going to this, to this big thing that you're going to, you're going to be transformed, you know, by, by attending and uh, learn and um, be able to ask questions that, that just had to be a really unique experience. Oh yeah. We, um, I forgot to mention it in that little spiel, but we had also seen the Broadway production of Hamilton oh, my. and they had like the college had paid for it too. So like I didn't have wow. to pay for anything, which was a huge blessing because I wouldn't have gone and been able to like go if, if that was the case. Um, but yeah, so we had gone and attended the um, like workshops in the day. And then like one of the nights we went and seen uh, Hamilton on Broadway. Mm -hmm. And that was just fantastic. It was a fun evening. We actually had to like dress up and like have oh, like, fun. like formal outfits too. So we had to make sure that everyone was like formally appropriate <laughs> for everything. Um, so it was hugely uh, like just a great experience yeah. that I've had. Yeah. Wow. No, that's, that's awesome. And, and you've, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to meet you last summer, summer of 2021. And from the beginning, I've just witnessed you uh, take advantage of any opportunity that's come your way. So it just sounds like that that honors program was, was very rewarding, but that you, you know, you got out of it what you were putting into it. And I just think that's great. Um, so on that note, you know, talking about just kind of the person that you are, um, what are your current goals? And if you want to talk about future goals, that's great. But you have, you know, all these exciting things happening in your life right now. And you have all these really unique interests. I mean, you mentioned drawing and, and you're just so artistic. You do all this graphic design for the lab. <laughs> and so ah, I just would love for you to um, just let our listeners in on just sort of what, what are your aspirations? Ooh, that's a big lofty question. <laughs> um, my first is to just graduate. <laughs> that's like the immediate goal. First things first. <laughs> first yes. things first. Just get to the finish line. As long as nothing happens between now and May, I'll be fine. <laughs> Finishing up uh, FSU with my bachelor's, that's my immediate goal. But I also plan on moving out of my parents' home in the next like year or so and um, trying to finish up the GREs, which are your uh, general... Um, 
entrance exams mm-hmm. for lots of graduate schools. I have to finish that up and work on graduate school applications. Right now I'm taking a year off so I can focus on having a solid application as well as studying for the GREs because uh, it's quite competitive for the program I'm going into. Um, like, I, um, like I mentioned, I'm a psychology major, but I'm planning on going into um, art therapy as for like my master's program. So um, I would hope to continue with FSU Tallahassee if things uh, align and where I can do that. So finishing up the GREs is like one of the, like, the next steps in finishing up that application. As for like my master's program, so this is more getting into like future goals, I am planning on getting my master's in science for art therapy, but I was also considering doing a double master's program if I can help it. So ambitious. <laughs> yeah. Not surprised. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to make things as difficult as possible, honestly. <laughs> um, but uh, I've, I've been... Uh, I, I don't want to use like the word influencer persuaded, but more of like a solidifying in my like um, what I want to do in life. I've had some very influential classes that have helped me like hone in on what specific things I want to do. So with that second master's, I'm considering um, either going into the field of like sexology or gender studies. I haven't really figured out exactly which one I'm going to do just yet because it depends on what programs are available at FSU. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had a really influential class that I took, um, a couple summers ago, uh, for my minor program actually, uh, called human sexuality. It's a social work class. And during that class, it was so interesting to like learn just how vast everything is. And it really wanted, like, I wanted to use like the stuff that I had learned in that class to help and assist clients in the future to be able to talk about all different types of topics and not get like hung up on something. Cause I know that can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that class was very in- influential in me wanting to choose like a second yeah. program. Cause I had even considered, um, doing like switching majors mm-hmm. for my, for like my master's, but I'm like, maybe if I can do both. Cause like, I really, really like art therapy and I think that's going to be the primary one. So if I can get something similar to like either gender, studies or um, sexology, then that's going to be the ticket, I think. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, if there's anybody out there who could be working <laughs> on two masters at the same time, it's Isabella Barber. Oh, that's, thank you. That's my uh, personal opinion, but I think it's one that's held by by most that, that get to know you. So I'm just really excited for you. You have so many... Um, amazing developments going on and just to be so like you said solidified or just feel that you're on this path Mm -hmm. you know I feel and obviously this is about you but I just think so many younger people uh people finishing up you know their their undergraduate degrees are are very unsure about you know what's next and I think that's okay to an extent but wow it's it's got to feel nice knowing that oh I've I've made some good decisions here (laughs) yeah um if I'm completely transparent it's actually changed a little bit Uh um because I had initially wanted to go into clinical psychology for my master's program but honestly it's harder to get into clinical psychology than it is to get into law school so I figured if I can get into master's um master's school and graduate school with uh the art therapy that I can do that and then if I wanted to pursue a PhD in clinical um that's the route I'm going to take just because I feel like it'd be a little bit easier because it's quite quite competitive yeah and I remember you uh like saying just that earlier when you were kind of in between and deciding, Mm -hmm. you know, what was going to come next. And I feel like that, that was sort of a conclusion that 
you, you were able to draw in part because of an influential teacher, right. if I'm remembering, right? And so just hearing you talk about these classes, these instructors that have been so formative, yes, um, it just gives me uh, joy, brings me joy, yeah. brings me hope, and just, you know, education in general, uh, students, and just, um, you know, what those types of experiences can do for you. But, right. yeah, no, that's wonderful. Yes. And so, Isabella... <laughs> How are you able to, to stay so, I mean, you have all these, these developments going on, right? You're, you're at the brink of graduating. You're, you're going to be potentially going out on your own here, moving out of uh, your parents' home, finding a place, working on grad school applications. You have the GRE. You know mm-hmm. <laughs> more schools on the horizon. Lots and yet, of stuff. <laughs> right, and yet you remain every single day, day in and day out, and you work in the lab almost as much as me and uh, Alyssa. <laughs> um, you're in there almost as much. Um, but yet you, you remain so positive and so upbeat and so, you know, optimistic about about things, um, but also passionate um, and then somehow still pragmatic, too. <laughs> uh, how, how are you able to sort of keep those mindsets and th- that outlook? Uh, well, I think a lot of who I am is also shaped by my experiences, because um, I think a lot of everyone is shaped by their experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a very driven person personally um, in many aspects of my life, but I wasn't like I didn't used to be that way. That's just um, so surprising. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, in high school, I really didn't care about things very much. Um, I really only did enough to pass and to graduate from high school. I wasn't a very good student. It didn't really, but like I didn't really care about it that much. Didn't make good grades. Wasn't. Like, I didn't want to do anything. Um, so once I had enrolled, enrolled in classes at Gulf Coast, that changed significantly because I then was paying for all my education myself. And I had very, very kind um, professors that my, my first year that and had met so many good people that really pushed me to continue with, like, what I was doing. And I had actually at the end of that semester, ended up uh, earning all A's in all that courses, which that wow. was like a big deal for me because I didn't make very good grades that's in high school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and that's continued on. Um, I don't make straight A's consistently because there's a couple classes that are a little bit hiccup classes because I think everyone has those. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've continued to do some of that and um, gotten accepted to a couple honors programs, which is really fantastic. Yeah. Um, but on a side Side note from that, as for being like kind and like positive, I try to be an empathetic person in my daily life because um, you never really know what people are going through unless they tell you. And empathetic listening and listening to people is so important. Um, so learning under to understand people is just a skill that everyone I think could use a little bit. Um, Like I said, there's been some influential classes that has helped out with that, such as like human sexuality, taking a couple of my psychology core courses, um, classes like sociology and to understand different people groups and stuff like that has really helped. Um, But I try to remember that like when I'm interacting with people who might be like frustrated or like that they are upset at whatever situation, whether it's me driving or a tutoring session, if a student or someone is upset, I try to remember it's not me. And like, let's see what we can do to help alleviate that problem and to see what we can do to um, fix the situation, whether that's just providing a listening ear for someone to talk to, because oftentimes it's that or working on like actual like technical stuff with it, whether it be through like word or citations or stuff like that um so 
Yeah, so just providing empathetic listening um, and trying to incorporate that in my daily life is something. Um, but I also try to diversify my entertainment and the people that I surround myself with regularly. Um, this can come in a different form, such as like different belief systems, cultures, races, religions, sexual orientations, and genders, all, all the different all the yeah. different ways that people can be diverse. Um, but really trying to gain an understanding in how people are different, but also being aware of like how those impact like different people and their experiences and how um, I can use those uh, tools that I have learned to understand people in an honoring way that helps them. Wow. I mean, that's just so well put and so articulate. And um, to just have that self-awareness to make those connections between, you know, your own interests and your Mm -hmm. own passions and how you're using, you know, the lessons that you learn inside and outside the classroom to inform how you treat people. I mean, that's just, um, that's, that's just so refreshing. And, and like I said, you know, as cheesy as it sounds, I just, I truly feel like you just make the world a better place. No. You make the lab <laughs> a better place. Well, thank um, you. Your dedication to students just shows on a, on a daily basis. And I'm just so excited that, um, you have this plan for, yeah. for, for, for what's next. And, you know, I think, um, if I had if I had a wish before before you spread your wings and fly, whenever that is, selfishly I hope it's not for a long time, but I know it's probably sooner rather than later that yeah. you'll be um, <laughs> off to bigger and better things. But um, I would just love for uh, our listeners out there that are students, if you've not worked with with Isabella before, you, you need to do it before she's out of here because you will get um, all of these great uh, characteristics and more. Oh, thank you. Of course, but. Um, I think this is probably uh, as good a time as any to maybe wrap this up. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been wonderful. So, yeah, if any students listening that wants to come into the lab, I'm there, like, all the time. Yes. <laughs> so uh, just stop by, uh, and we'll be able to figure out what you're working on. Um, but if not, definitely keep pushing on. You guys can do anything that you put your minds to it. And um, just keep trucking along. You'll get through it. That, what, a, what a wonderful way to con- to conclude this conversation. And yeah, just thanks again, Isabella. Um, I really appreciate you coming on to the show. I know you're busy, but I also know that's how you like it. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't handle it that life was dull. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And that comes through. That totally <laughs> comes through. Uh, but thanks again. Uh, and thank you to our listeners for tuning in. And as always, I hope you join us next time on Commodore Conversations. <laughs>